It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. January's almost halfway over. Hot damn, that's good news. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give Dr. Mike O'Neill a call, finally. You know, become his next new patient. Hire him as your dentist. However you want to look at it, the culture there is crazy friendly. The people are wonderful. They treat you like a person, not necessarily. You're a name, not a number. At today's dentistry, that's the best way to put it. So call 317-849-2933. I know what I'm talking about. I've been a patient there for 26 years. Oops, the art of learning from mistakes and adventures. I wrote it. You can get it at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Goodreads.com, all over the place. I highly recommend it. As the person who wrote it, you would expect that, wouldn't you? I also highly recommend what's going to go on tonight. Great basketball all over the place. Big basketball night in central Indiana. First up, we've got Butler hosting Seton Hall at historic Henkel Fieldhouse. That game at 6.30 on Fox Sports 1 should be a great game. Two undefeated teams in the Big East, Butler and Seton Hall. One of them going to take a loss tonight. One of them going to post the win. Right now on Joe Lenardi's Bracketology, Butler is a one seed. That's what's at stake tonight. Come out to Hinkle. If you're not going to come out to Hinkle, watch on TV. 7 o'clock. And by the way, we'll talk more about Butler with assistant coach Emerson Campen in just a moment. Indiana tonight at 7 o'clock at Rutgers. Big Ten teams not having a great time on the road. Indiana's got a chance tonight. If you win a game on the road, you create a, a – that's a great point of differentiation between you and the rest of the people in the conference. Got to finish in about the top half of the conference in order to go to the NCAA tournament. Indiana has a chance to check a box tonight and then Saturday night at Nebraska. Two road games that are winnable. You win both those games, you look like you're in really good shape as far as the NCAA tournament. You lose both those games, you got trouble. That's just the way it is. Rutgers, they defend like crazy. They have great difficulty scoring. They don't shoot the ball well from the line or from the three-point arc. Indiana, kind of the same deal. 
These teams, if Indiana defends like they did against Ohio State, and if they find a way to create some openings offensively and cash, or they get points in transition as Rutgers misses threes, you get a long rebound, kick it out, and go. Indiana's got a great chance to win this game. At 8 o'clock, you've got the Pacers and the Minnesota Timberwolves from up in the Twin Cities. And then Minnesota's going to pay a visit to Bankers Life Fieldhouse. So this is one of those back-to-back deals. Nate McMillan at Pacers practice yesterday said it's kind of a playoff thing where you've got to kind of have, you've got to have multiple game strategies in order to win these games and in order to compete for both of these games. The guys, I mean, we've seen what happens. We saw it during the Pacers in the Heat game. You can get some ill tempers going in that first game. And then in the second game, you know what? It's chaos, chaos coming to Indianapolis after this game tonight. All right, let's talk to Emerson Campen, the assistant coach for Butler. Emerson has been with, uh, with the Butler Bulldogs from his time as a player, came immediately to the staff, and now is a full-blown assistant coach with the Bulldogs. From the time you played to being a GA to being an assistant coach, is this as good a team at this point in the season as you've seen at Butler? Yeah, I think um, each team's a little different. Um, I think, obviously, I think this team has uh, probably accomplished in terms of um, won as much as, as any team I've been a part of. Um, but, you know, as a... As a player, uh, you know, 2010, I think, you know, was obviously a really good team, but we did not have a good non-conference. Um, and then there's been teams, uh, you know, a couple years ago, Sweet 16 team, I think we, we had a pretty good non-conference. But uh, this group has uh, been able to find ways to win a couple games that uh, maybe groups in the past haven't early, but uh, there's still a lot of season to be played. And uh, But, yeah, this group's been off to a great start. Is that the big difference with this team is that they're a year older? than they were last year and of course you got NZ and and that helps down low yeah I think there's a lot of things but definitely um a year older um having not accomplished what you wanted to in the you know in the past year leads to a great offseason um I think it all all this starts with the offseason and the offseason that we had everybody stayed here both summer sessions and yeah I think anytime in college basketball you have old guys that have been through the battles um you feel more confident and uh, I think uh you know our guys if you look you know, one through eight, nine, I think uh, they've all experienced uh, college basketball for at least a couple of years. How do you get freshmen to buy into that? Like uh, all freshmen think, you know, they're on to that next thing and here's college basketball. And now comes the reward for all this work in the past. But what they've really signed up for is four years more of hard work and development and maturity. Yeah, it's hard. I think every freshman goes through a time and they all happen at different times where they kind of hit a wall. You always hear the freshman wall and it's not necessarily sometimes it's physically because there's it's more demanding in practice every day. It's more demanding during the games. But there's also this mental wall of, you know, every single day I got to bring it. Um, And then there's the patience part of, uh, you know, some of our guys have been in the weight room. You know, Sean McDermott's been here for, you know, it feels like forever. So he's been in the weight room. He's been in college practices these guys were sophomores in high school when he was in here doing the same thing he's doing now. So, so the familiarity with our system, the strength, the just the you know just the maturity to go through a season he has. So, and they're trying to compete against them. So the patience part I think is the hardest thing for freshmen is to understand that there's a process to it and and uh, for them to realize how much these older guys have done. You know, while you know they were in high school. Who is that guy for you? Who is a senior or junior who kind of showed you the ropes and made this make sense? Yeah, what's crazy, when I first got here, we did not have a senior on the team. We were all 
we were all uh, everybody was back. Um, the crazy part about the 2010 team was is uh, we were we started a bunch of sophomores and uh, juniors. Like we, you know, besides Willie Beasley, everybody else was underclassmen uh, for the most part. So, um, but you looked at a guy. I mean, Matt Howard, even though he was only a year ahead of me, you looked at him um, and Will Beasley. Like those guys have been through so much. So when you, you know, when you are even in practice, it's just like they know the level at which you have to practice every day. They've been through um, kind of the wars, and it really helps in the game, the older guys, because they've been through a four-minute stretch, a media stretch, where it didn't go it didn't go our way. And to be able to respond in those moments and understand it's a long game, and um, uh, that's where the, the maturity and the older guys can really make a difference. And um, when I played, it was Matt Howard, it was uh, Will Beasley, um, those, were, those were the two guys that had a lot of minutes uh, under their belt when I came in. When you got here, this program was in the Horizon League, then it transitions to the A-10, and then all of a sudden you're in the Big East. What's the biggest difference inside the program between what you guys were when you were in the Horizon and now to the Big East? Yeah, I think um, inside the program, I don't think a ton has changed um, in terms of obviously, you know, there's been – renovations and different facilities and stuff like that that's you know been upgraded here but besides um you know actually the day-to-day stuff i think it's all pretty similar um every league is hard but you know the nightly grind of the big east um the the level of athlete that you're playing every single night the level of player that you're playing obviously there's good players in the horizon league and there's pros that were in the horizon league at the time but just the level of every night um the physicality every night is something that uh, i've noticed um, kind of been been here through three different leagues. Um, just the grind and the physicality um, of the Big East is is something that uh, you kind of have to be in to really know. Did you guys have an advantage when you were in the Horizon League in that you weren't all beat to hell going against teams that did play in the Big East or ACC or Big Ten? Was that an advantage? Yeah, I think, you know, you look back on it and, you know, Gordon Hayward, Matt Howard, Shelvin Mack, those guys were playing in the Horizon League, and Horizon League is a good league, but, you know, athletically and physically those guys were dominant um in that league like there's nobody like gordon hayward shoot there's probably not many guys in in the country that were six eight can move and athletic and so um i think it just it, it probably didn't take as much of a toll on your body as it would have been if we were in the big east um you know, Matt Howard was the five, he was playing the five. So, you know, now him being a five in a high major league, obviously he's a really, really good player. But the toll that it takes on you yeah. physically um, is different than maybe uh, it was in the Horizon League. Not that the, the players aren't good, but uh, definitely I think there's a there's a level of athlete that we had um, at Butler that was probably, you know, a little better at times than maybe some of the Horizon League. And now, you know, that's not necessarily the case because, you know, we, we're playing against, you know, some of the best athletes and, and players in the country you know we, we talk about the butler way all the time and this threat of continuity throughout the program obviously laval being a player here and so there's there are these threads but how is laval different from because you were here on the you played for brad you're on the staff with brandon on the staff with chris and now on the staff with laval what makes him different yeah, i think each one is you know you have to be your own self so i think each one is uh um, a little bit different, um, you know, with, with, uh, coach Jordan's, you know, he came from Michigan. So, um, just his offensive mind, um, and what he, he learned, um, through John Beeline, I think was, 
uh, it's been great. So we, we've been able to incorporate a lot of the stuff offensively that we've done for, for a long, long time here. Um, but then throw in the wrinkles and some of the stuff um, schematically that they did at Michigan. I think it's it's been a it's been a great blend. Obviously, defensively, you know Butler's kind of played the same defense or, or very similar defense um, the whole time I've been here, and that's been a staple for every every coach. But each one has a little bit different personality, and um, the best you know the best thing that I I've been lucky as can be to just to be around four unbelievable coaches and and uh, get to learn. I've I've hit the jackpot in terms of uh, just being around good people and and unbelievable coaches. You have a timeline for your career, or do you just believe that what's supposed to happen is going to happen when it happens? Yeah, I think you just, in this in this business, you try to put yourself around, one, really good people, um, people that you enjoy working with, um, and then try to be around as good of coaches as you possibly can, and wherever it takes you, it takes you. And so, um, like I said, I've hit the jackpot, obviously, playing for a coach like Coach Stevens. Um, he's the reason why I got into college coaching and then to work for Brandon for a year and then to work for Holt um, and now and now um, Laval it's been unbelievable just they all are different they all have um, you know a little bit of different way what they go about it so for me it's it's like I've hit the coaching lottery in terms of just you know picking their brains and seeing them work every day and it's it's been a lot of fun. Laval and Sean I've heard say this Kamar too that it's a one game at a time process that's like everybody understands that like, but this team seems to embody it, and that's a little bit strange. Again, that's the maturity of the team, is it? Yeah, I think there's, you know, I think that is the uh, maturity is the right word. I think that's what we hit them on in the summer, um, and I think that it takes a mature approach to go through the ups and downs of a season. Um, but you have to be you have to be focused on today, um, and you have to be focused on the next one, or else uh, the league's too good, teams are too good. Um, and quite frankly, we're, we're, we're not good enough to look and just, you know, start predicting wins or losses based on it. We, we're, we got to stay in the moment every day. And I think obviously our old guy, our older guys lead that Aaron, Kamar, Sean, Henry, those guys are, are about it. And they understand, and you know, being old and grown and mature that if you, if you get lost in a, in a, in a win or a loss and, and you let it last longer than it should, then the next one's not going to go the way you want it to. And, and uh, our guys have been great with that all year. Laval and everybody talks about this program being a developmental program. We always see it, whether it was like Kellen, who got better every year, or Rosie got better every year. Now we see Sean get better every year. You guys get better every year that you play. Is that primarily psychological, or is that physical in the way athletes are built here? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's probably both. Um, you know, I think there's... Uh, we we understand and and we we do practice and uh, plan practice to make sure that we are developing, um, not necessarily just all five on five, but there's got to be an individual development on guys' skills, um, whether that's shooting, dribbling, passing, all the stuff that that matters in basketball, but or post, you know, developing Kamar's post game or whatever it is. So there, there has to be elements of practice. And I think uh, Laval does a great job of, of finding time throughout practice to make sure that our guys are not just getting better from season to season, but from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. You look at a kid like Bryce Gold and you continue to develop throughout the year because you're talking about, you know, five, six months of a season. Can we get guys better you know, that they're different players than they were in November, you know, than they are in March. And so um, that's been one of it. And then obviously I think just the weight room 
you know, the familiarity with and continuity in our system allows you to be better. I always think that um, the older you get, the less you have to think, and the less you have to think, the better you can play off of instincts. And ultimately, you know, all players want to play off of instincts. So when you start being able, you're Sean McDermott, you can play off of instincts. The game slows down for you, and you can become a better player. And and some of that is just the continuity in our system. You know, we play, no matter who we play, we play pretty much the same way. Uh, we don't change based on who we're playing. We kind of just do what we do, and that I think that allows guys to be better um, as they as they get more comfortable with what we do. You guys have Seton Hall tonight, and that's a big challenge. Whether it's played at Henkel or on the surface of the moon, it's a big challenge. They're a really good basketball team. Do you prepare differently for a team like Seton Hall than you would for, say, a team like DePaul or a team like Providence? Is it is the prep different based on the opponent, or do you guys just worry about you? No, we, we just worry about us. We do the same prep every single game um, in terms of timeline and how we do it. Um, even as, you know, There's even times where we'll have a week to prepare. We'll still prepare just like we prepare on a two-day prep. Um, so we prepare the same for everybody. Obviously, you know, we have ultimate respect. We know that those guys, um, these guys tonight are... Uh, really, really good. They've had an unbelievable uh, start to the year. They're one of the best players in college basketball. So um, our guys understand. But listen, every team in our league, one to ten, is vying for the same thing. Everybody, you know, I think at one through ten, they all feel like they can play in the NCAA tournament, and um, it's an NCAA tournament game every single night in this league. And so whether we're here tonight or we're at their place, it's uh, it's going to be an absolute battle. And uh, you know, I think our guys will be up for it. You know, it's really interesting watching a team like Seton Hall, and, and there are a lot of teams like this in the Big East. When they get off the bus, you think, holy hell, these, wow, we got to go beat these guys. But I remember watching Matt Howard play in summers against teams like the Atlanta Celtics where like he couldn't give a damn less what the opponent looks like. Is that a tough thing to communicate with college players as they're here that we don't play against the team that gets on the bus or comes off the bus, we play against a team on the court? Yeah, we, we've told them from day one, hey, fellas, we're going to lose every warm-up. Like, we're, <laughs> we're going to lose the warm-up. So, like, just get that out of the way. Like, we're losing the warm-up. So the goal is not to win the warm-up. The goal is to win the game. So, yeah, there's no doubt. Um, I think it's a little humbling for some guys because, you know, they they think they can jump and do all the stuff. and But it's like, hey, fellas, we're losing warm-ups. <laughs> so we're going to go oh and whatever, 30-some, and warm-up. So let's just try to win the game. Um, and, you know, Seton Hall, it's – it's unbelievable. They look like an NBA team. I mean, they got seven footers all over the place. They got big, long, athletic guys. Um, so we'll lose the warm up again tonight, and um, hopefully, we will we'll be better in the game than we are in the warm up. Good luck tonight. Thanks for talking. I appreciate it, Emerson. Yep, thank you. That's Emerson Camp, an assistant coach for the Butler Bulldogs. Bulldogs at Hinkle tonight against Seton Hall. The two undefeated teams left in the Big East battling each other out there on 49th Street. Also tonight, we discussed it a little bit. IU is going to play at Rutgers 7 o'clock on BTN. And the Pacers are in the Twin Cities to battle the T-Wolves. That game, of course, on Fox Sports Indiana. All right. Uh, I want to talk about Paul George for a minute because Paul George kind of drives me a little bit crazy. And it's not really Paul George quite so much. It's that the media seems to enjoy talking to him and then listening to him. I got no problem talking to him. It's the listening part. That drives me crazy. So on ESPN.com, they've got a cover story written by Ramona Shelburne. And I love Ramona. She does great work. But why talk to Paul George when you know he's full of crap? 
Why talk to a guy who you know is not going to tell you the truth? He's just going to brand himself. That's why he's doing the interview. It's all contrived. Why? We had him here for seven years. We know exactly who Paul George is, both inside the media, outside the media. We know that he and the truth live divergent lives and travel divergent paths. All right? Paul George is not going to tell you anything that doesn't benefit Paul George. We knew this when he came back from the injury, and he was like, PG-13, this is who I'm going to be. I'm changing my number to PG-13. Look at that. The branding, you know, possibilities are endless. He's about branding. Why talk to a guy who's about branding? Why let ESPN be utilized by Paul George with his sole purpose being branding himself as something other than what he truly is? I've never understood it, why media allow themselves to be manipulated into being nothing more than a mouthpiece for garbage. And I'm not talking about Paul George the man being garbage. I'm talking about his message being garbage in that it is, by and large, untrue. You could tell when you would talk to him, and I talked to him a million times, that he, he was just saying stuff. Words were coming out of his mouth, and he thought that maybe you would believe them. But those words were not tethered to any kind of reality, and it drove me crazy. So am I going to read the Ramona Shelburne piece? No, I'm not. Because I know, despite Ramona being a terrific journalist, you've got Paul George, who is going to be the focus of the thing, talking about Paul George in a way that is going to nauseate me because I know that it's not going to be from a place of honesty. Tomorrow morning! Breakfast with Kent. Good Lord. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. It's on Facebook Live at 8 o'clock. Then on Periscope and Twitter at 8.15. Join me. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. And, of course, by the book, Oops, The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Goodreads.com. You can get the hardcover book. You can get the ebook. You can get the audio book. Do what you want. Me, if it's me talking, I'm getting all three. That's what I'm going to do because I want to read it. I want to see it on a Kindle. And then I want to listen to it because I enjoy the sound of my own voice. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Join me. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.